Let's bro. Welcome back to Bad Service, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us every week. Um, I'm joined with Carlos and Janina. Guys, say hi as always. Hello. Hey, yo, what's up with it, young sirs? What's up, guys? Okay, so I guess today's episode is going to be a little... We're just going to wing it yeah, in I terms mean, of topics. It's the first episode we don't have a guest in, what, weeks? No. Just I mean, I guess if you count the Godzilla, the Godzilla one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. All right, fair, fair. All right, so Janina brought us a good topic. Um, if you were to bring three Pokemon to life, or like the other guy said, like not burdened with existence, which three Pokemon would that be for each question? That would be six Pokemon in total. All right. So let's start with uh, which Pokemon would you bring into yeah. this world? So th- well, what would you start with? Like you get one Pokemon. But like, do I own these Pokemon? Are they my pets? I or are they mm. are they my Pokemon? Or I, I just, just like exist. they're just exist. We're just going to say, no, no, we'll just say they're your Pokemon. You get to control them. You get to decide. Okay, how but that's work. a really overpowered question. That is. <laughs> Legendary Pokemon exist. included. Yeah. yeah yes. Why not? I no. Okay. We can. We can. Ban I them. would be a god. We can ban <laughs> them. We can. Ban Are them. you kidding me? I would be a god. You would take Arceus and just be god of Pokemon. Not even Arceus, because that's just already OP. But I'll take like a Dialga and what's the other one? Palkia. And Palkia control time and space. Yeah. Or um, what's this? Uh, the one who controls dreams. Uh, uh, Dark Cry. Darkrai was a bad. Darkrai was cool. Like, yeah. It was, bad, it was, like, it was bad, pure bad nightmare stuff too. I think. Yeah, like that's yeah. cool. So, all right, but that is so overpowered. I'd want like a blast toy so I can just like pressure water pressurize people. Dude, you can watch your car. That's a big yeah. turtle. <laughs> I guess someone's gonna go hunting for that shit and and eat they're it. gonna catch the smoke. They're gonna eat that. I'm shit. A, <laughs> I'm gonna hook him up with glamours too. He's Dude, not just gonna have he's water gonna get guns. Hit with a fucking bazooka. My blast toys can over. carry a chain gun. I guess. Yeah. Come on. A Blastoise with a chain gun? No, no. I think that sounds cool. I'd want a Blastoise. I want something that can fly. So, like, that I can ride on and flies. So, like, a dragon Pokemon. Like, Dragon Knight. Okay. Right? And then after that, the last Pokemon that I would want, I'll take a Mewtwo. Just a little Mewtwo. A Mew, just a little Mewtwo. Just a little Mewtwo. Okay. Because if anybody steps with me, I can eviscerate them from this, like, the face of the planet. Yeah, that's very true. Or I can have Mewtwo mind control them. Then you also have, like, Pokemon like Mr. Mime, who's just a human being that eats dog food. <laughs> Wait, what? Mr. Mime. He just eats dog food? He's a, he's a literal Pokemon that has human appendages, human hands. I, I know Mr. It's Mime. It's canon that he has a humiliation kink. Uh, I'm sorry, explain. Anyways. How is that canon? Um, in one of the episodes of Pokemon or whatever, I saw this on Instagram and it was Mr. Mime eating dog food with like two other thingies, but you know, he's like a person cause he has hands and feet, yeah. or whatever. but it was like given to him by Ash's mom and he was just like, okay, that's not canon. <laughs> it's just like, all right. It it's happened, speculated. It's no, it's canon. If it it, 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 I guess. Whatever. But yeah, Mr. Mime is like a whole human. The only difference is just that he's a mime. So he doesn't say words. Yeah, that'd be kind of creepy, to be honest. Yeah, like you watch, did you movie. guys watch the Pokemon movie? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Was that it good? was good. It was, was fun. Really yeah, really you never watched, watched it? it. It's I so good. It it's lot. fun. The Pokemon look really cool too. Mr. They did, they did. Creepy. But it's just like, I I just only stayed away from it because the the acting seems kind of cheesy. Uh it is. Yes. But I mean, it's yeah. a Pokemon. But uh, yeah, movie. it is a Pokemon movie. So you have to deactivate your brain for two something. But Ryan Reynolds really killed it as Pikachu. Good. Like it, he is a believable Pikachu. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Wait, so did you already name your three? Yeah. That so I would you know, bring out would into the world? Who, what three would you bring out into I'm the world? I'm not very good at Pokemon talk. Um, I don't... I personally do not know, but maybe... Um, You're like, Mr. Mime, so I can <laughs> humiliate him. <laughs> I get money. No, um, <laughs> the three... I mean, I would love to have a dragon, so like Charizard as like the evolved. Charizard's not a dragon. Stop it. You're lying How is Charizard not a he's dragon? He's literally a dragon. Oh, not he a dragon wings. type. Yeah, he's but not oh, a dragon type. He is but he is dragon. shaped not like a dragon, dragon and breathes fire. But he's not a dragon. He has scales, right? Is dragon. he a dragon type? He has to be. He's, he's not, not a dragon he's type. He's not a dragon type, type, but he's dragon born. How about that? Uh, I don't no, know if it's okay. That one makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> know about that one, Chief. It's like in D and D, he's a dragonborn. Okay. A <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could say that. Sure. Exactly. All right, you got two more. Okay. Are you just looking up Pokemon now? Maybe. She's gonna um, say Pikachu. <laughs> she's like all seven hundred something Pokemon. Let me go through the Pokédex real quick. <laughs> um. Uh, I, hmm. Okay. Who is Gyarados? Is that am I Gyarados? That right? He's a water dragon. Yeah. Okay, so I have a fire dragon, I have a water dragon. Is there a leaf or air dragon? But he's not like, he lives in the water. Is that what? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have a fire dragon, so I have a water dragon. So now you want dragon. like a like a flying type? Yes. Well, Charizard can technically fly. Yeah. Okay, but an earth dragon then. An earth dragon. Is there an earth dragon? There, there has to be. There's like a Rayquaza that's like. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's a legendary. Saw. That's a legendary. But that's Pokemon. a legendary. Uh, I mean, Flygon. Shit. I think Rayquaza is one of the coolest Pokemon. Rayquaza is literally a Chinese dragon. He's I'll so have badass. All the dragon types. He's so badass. I mean, dragons. He's really badass. That are also not dragons. Dragonite. Sure. Yeah, like but a Dragonite. Dragonite doesn't look cool. Dragonite. That's what makes him so he badass, like though. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he looks like a bitch that isn't a bitch. But he's really powerful. Yeah, exactly. He's a pseudo legendary. So him alone just fucking shit up, that oh, would be cool. He does look like a little bitch. Oh, yeah, but he's sad. cool. He has, like, Thunder Punch. I guess. I chose my three dragons. It's okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Pokemon that we would not bring into existence. I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah. That one's a little tougher. I'd Char- say Mr. Mime. Charmander would be a little scary to bring out into the world. That's why I have him as my... I know, but, like, you yeah. realize that if it rains hard, it's over. He died. That's why I bring out my water dragon. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so many Pokemon are. You like pass through a sprinkler, <laughs> boom, dead. So many Pokemon, you really can't like uh, expose them to a lot of elements, yeah. or else yeah. they're gonna die. Some of them you can't even expose to like the elements of the real world, like Jigglypuff. Like realistically, if you throw a Pikachu, <laughs> like Jigglypuff, yeah, Jigglypuff would get murdered. Yeah, like if if I bounce the Jigglypuff, it's over. If you bounce. Yeah, because the Jigglypuff is funny. is their cannon lowers that they cannot stop bouncing. Oh, my God. So once they start sense. bouncing, they cannot yeah, stop. No Jigglypuff. So I'm just going to play basketball old. with a Jigglypuff. Oh, that's yeah, like up. Chansey, the one with the egg and its thing. It's like, I probably wouldn't do that because someone is going to fuck her with it. Like, and just break that's its disgusting. Egg. I no, wouldn't bring... fuck it. Oh. Fuck with it. Oh. <laughs> I meant like... I thought you meant like, fuck the Chansey with the egg. I was like, this is some crazy <laughs> shit that's happening right here. Oh. I'd get rid of Guard of War. Which is, it's like a plant-like, female-esque Pokemon. So you know that there's already tons of people that want to fuck it. What is it called? Gardevoir. G-A-R-D-E-V-O-I-R. V-O-I-R. Jeez, my computer. I think. God of War. God of War. I love that video game. Pokemon. But yeah, that, that's I was what thinking it looks about. Like. Oh, that's not what it looks like. 
It might be that one. Oh, okay, okay. So there's a ton of people who want to fuck that thing, and it's like... What's up with people's fucking kinks towards fucking Pokemon? There's a person who went to a whole concert and fucked a tree. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, people are really horny. People don't care. Yeah, People are like, if it it lives, I'm fucking it. Why do you think My Little Pony is as big as it is? That's like so fucking. Okay, okay. In my yeah. opinion, why do people? My why so do people gross. have like My Little Pony like kink no fetish? Okay, why? because where does I that think even come from? Like so why? Gross. I think what happens with My Little Pony is Here's that it internet. might be like a legitimately good cartoon, and then just the trash humans that love that show just yeah like, yeah you know you know what that reminds me of a TikTok I saw where it's like um it's like movie theater workers um talking about their worst experiences right, mm-hmm. and one of the workers was like oh yeah you know I walked in to a movie theater to clean it up after 50 shades of gray right and like there, there was just a whole bunch of shit like that's when uh, like some weird stuff would happen but he's yeah. like but the worst absolute one was when the my little pony movie came out no just the audience in that movie theater and the stuff like <laughs> they would find after these showings it's I gross. think it has to be some sort of pedophilic thing. That's like not it cannot, a dude. It cannot be something. That's not normal. Like I mean, legit, I, I don't. I, 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 if you I, are okay. a My okay, Little so Pony fucker, please. I don't think are pedophilic kink is shaming right. here because like, how about the. Hold on a second. It is kind no, of a kink no, shame. No, 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 because this is made for little girls. This audience is for little girls. So I feel like it's linked to little girls. But my response to that is like. a 30-year-old man masturbating to My Little Pony. That's a problem. But it might not. Okay, I. It's a problem. That's I'm not problem. fighting that. It's okay, not a problem. Okay, but if you're a 30 year old man and you're a furry, what that's the fuck not is the a problem. Yeah. No, furries whoa, whoa, whoa. aren't bestiality people. I don't think. I've never met a furry, so I can't ask. Let's have a furry. On the okay. Podcast. Um. <laughs> so if you're a furry, I, please hit me up. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> just, not for sexual reasons. I mean, as long reasons. as you're not hurting anybody or yourself or being sexually harassing. I'm gonna tell you about the furry okay that furry. I know. So there's you a. Know a furry? I don't know him personally, but I. You know of him. I'm a huge. Yeah. I'm You're a huge, huge what? Wait, <laughs> wait. Sorry, that's it. I'm a fighting game guy. And so in the fighting game community, Dragon Ball's fighting game is like the biggest fighting game out there. Right okay. before Dragon Ball, it's been like a, a, a bunch of different stuff, but also Mortal Kombat. The number one player for Mortal Kombat and one of the top players, period, for Dragon Ball is a furry who wears a fursuit. His name is Sonic Fox. So he's a fox. He wears a fursuit. If you wear a fursuit, you're fucking... He's gay, too. So I imagine he wants to fuck, like, a, a another dude wearing a fursuit. You know? You want to fuck an anthropomorphic guy. Yeah, Sonic Fox. Oh, I've seen this person before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah they, they're definitely memed the fuck out of him. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. he's a furry. <laughs> and he's... It's definitely looked down upon, but, like... Again, if you're if you if it's not like a sexual thing, I feel like it's okay. I don't care. I I I, I really don't know what what's up with My Little Pony. I think it might legitimately there be a kinks. good show. I think it might be a good show because people, if you're 30 and you're like watching it, maybe part of it is like you want to fuck that pony, but <laughs> like some I, of I it has understand. to be like a good show. Why, because like for example, my my argument to your thing is like Samurai Jack was made for little boys, and it's like do women go and masturbate? to samurai jack and like in no, theaters and no. have like him in a jar and then fill it with their fluids. no but my thing is like you could be 30 is, i'm sorry that, why do you know that because <laughs> like, let me look it up and let that? me go on private real quick hold <laughs> on because let me there, get incognito there are 30 year olds that my, my main point to it is just that there are 30 year olds that can enjoy it like i'm sure that there are people who enjoy my little pony without like vigorously masturbating to it i bet of they, course, I'm yeah, yeah. But, like, i hope so 
Ew, don't show me this. What is this? That's is that a jar, a jar of peanut of butter? No. Horse it's a semen? Jar it's semen a jar of semen. With a My Little Pony inside of it. That's gross. Yeah. That's so, actually like, why disturbing. do you do this? Why okay, are you but like it's this? a kink. See, okay, but there's two that's, fans. That's Just accept it. <laughs> Just accept so it. Gross, though. It's a kink. It's a kink, but like, why? Exactly. Dude, there is a why? video that I saw the other day. Um, I was watching uh, Cody Cohen, his one of his videos. He was um, making fun of this guy who his girlfriend acts like a dog. dog. I've seen that one, Puppy uh, Play or something like that. That's nuts. But and I he takes her to the dog park. Yeah. I, I hope it's like they're just doing it for clout because I know she's like has like an OnlyFans and shit like that. There's a lot of people like that. I see that on the Snapchat story thingies. But like love don't judge or whatever. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Here's the if thing. If I go to a dog park with yeah, my dog. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. And whole ass human is goes acting like my a dog, dog and, and starts them. sniffing yeah. my dog's <laughs> ass, I'm going to have a problem. I'm going to be like, please get away from my dog. I, I'm just going to be like, just... Keep your boundaries. Like, whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. Weird as fuck. Just stay at I'm least. I'm going to roast the away. fuck out that person. Because here's my thing. Yeah, love don't judge. But They're just going to be looking at you and going like. But I do. Yeah, they actually do that. That's disturbing. That's <laughs> why so you got to find. If I took Rivers to the dog park and there's somebody just acting like a dog. And they walk up to Rivers. I'm just going to straight up roast the fuck out of them. That reminds me of... Um, Love don't judge, but I do. Hmm. That reminds me of that... Uh, like, it was like a family guy little segment where they, Brian and Stewie travel to another dimension where it's flipped. So, like, the dogs own the humans. Oh, yeah. And then one of the human dogs was licking Brian and he was getting turned on by it. That's weird. They did a lot of weird stuff with Family Guy. Like, Meg had sex with Brian. Meg the had dogs? sex with that Brian? Happened? Yeah. She was like, they were in a relationship. You know that, right? What? There's yeah. no way. Okay, hold on a second. Meg was into bestiality. Another. I mean, Because she people was like bullied Bri- and all yeah. that. And, she, and Brian was like giving her attention and she was like, yeah. But in Family Guy, people who fucked Brian just saw Brian as like a regular human. Like he yeah, would have girlfriends. Yeah, that's why it's so weird. Uh, and like, it's yeah. still like not answered if they can hear Stewie like be yeah. a real human being or if he's like baby. They definitely can. Only like Brian. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. That's disturbing. Actually, that that one where they're dancing looks yeah. a little familiar to me. That's that episode. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Oh, that's yeah. uh, that's pretty disturbing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's like imagine your daughter's fucking yes. your dog. Just yeah, but it's Family Guy. It's Ima- weird. <laughs> there it's are bad. people who fuck their dogs. Yeah. Okay. Horrible. So here's yeah. the scenario. Anyways. You walk into your child's bedroom. Your child is 13, and you find a jar, and in this jar, there's a My Little Pony figure. You know the rest. <laughs> you know the rest. What do you tell your child? <sighs> like, please stop. Do not do this. I'm probably going to be like, I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> please don't make me have it. I'm going to have to deal with it. But where does, it, where does it start? Like, where does it start? Like, jar on his head. No, I'm kidding. Like, Traumatize like, him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's like, the how thing. does the conversation start? Because I like, could be a good Johnny. parent <laughs> or I could be a funny parent. What is a good parent? So a good parent would probably, like, help them come to the realization that that's not normal and then, like, educate them in some way, shape, or form. What I would like to do is I would like to wait until I think that they're masturbating and just ruin the entire experience for the rest of their lives because it'd be kind of funny. How would you ruin the entire experience? I would walk into their room with a pony. You would walk into (laughs) With a whole-ass pony. You just look your son dead in the eyes. Fuck it. 
I mean, oh Fuck my the God. pony. That reminds me of a play that's called Equus. <laughs> I watched it for oh, theater. Oh, yeah, I, I went with you. And there was yeah. this guy who was sexually attracted to horses. And that yeah. was the whole play. Some girl took him to the farm and to try and fuck him. And he didn't want to fuck her. He wanted to fuck the horse. Yeah. People have fucked horses. Yeah. You know what's 100%. the worst part? And gotten killed by him, too. 100%. I got to see that guy's penis. Yeah, they got naked on stage. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty. That's yeah, pretty. yeah, that's good good for you i could never like yeah good for you. i i was just actor. very surprised because i was like oh, okay he's taking off his shirt oh all right there's the pants the underwear stays on and good the for underwear that guy gone. for you know yeah. taking yeah. on that fucking role literally yeah. the horse fucker. although it's, it's kind of unnecessary vulnerable. like i think one of the rules to th- no one of the rules to theater oh, but it's written in the thing it's yeah. written in the play because like one of the main rules is just like if your last resort is to take off all your clothes you're doing something wrong Mm. So mm-hmm. don't take off all your clothes for comedic purposes. Uh, no, oh, it was, but it but it was not comedic. comedic. It, it was, was literally like we're gonna fuck right now, and then he was like, "But the horse." Yeah, <laughs> but the horse. <laughs> so like the entire film, you're kind of like film the entire like play. You're like, "What's going on? Why is he?" Then you're like, "He wants. He's in love with horses, because he keeps having these dreams where they bring these like shirtless dudes up onto stage and they're wearing like horse helmets." And I'm like, "Okay, these horses trying to fuck him or something." And then at the end of it all, it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't want to fuck her. I wanted to fuck my horse. And then he wanted to fuck the horse so bad he kills the horse. Yo. Yeah. Like, this is a. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. If you ever want to watch Equus. Oh, yeah. Wow. This is nuts. It yeah. was, a, it was a, a fun show. I, I'll it was say intense. that. Yeah, it was intense. It's like, just oh interesting. different, you know, something mm-hmm. that I, I was never used to. Very different. Or expected. I had something to say about that. I about lost my train of thought. A dude fucking a horse? No. Clo- oh. If you own a horse and it dies. Okay. Like, getting rid of the body must be such a big hassle. Oh, yeah. You'd. No? I think you would have to call somebody. Oh. I mean, most definitely. It's not like you're going to do it yourself, but like. I mean, you could. I just feel like a horse is so heavy, you know? So heavy. That must suck. It's like a dog dies. Okay, a dog is like, you can carry it, you can bury it. Even then, when it's a big dog, it's hard. When I used yeah. to work at the vet clinic, they would have their like huge like bulldog in the trunk, and I would have to like take it out with two other vet, t- uh, vet people on a blanket and then like. Hoist and it'd them. be dead? It would be in bad condition. It would like let's say it got run over by a car or something like uh, that. There that's was a lot horrible. of like lesions and stuff. Yeah. But um, or it would just be like he's on his last leg. We need to just they just needed somewhere to take him. To take him and mm-hmm. then. I just remembered that I had to like put their bodies in freezers and I oh, was like, no. yeah, I had to. Oof, I don't remember what we did with the bigger dog. I think we just had to. That like, is sad. Wrap I, it I, would, twice. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it, that. It was really bad smelling too. Yeah. But oh. yeah, it was really sad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't like dead stuff. The first time I saw deer, they were all dead in the highway. Yeah. That sucks. That's magical. Sometimes they, like, in the <coughs> driver's license or whatever, you have to... There's, like, a question. It's, like, what if you see a deer and you can't avoid it? And it's, like, you just have to hit it. You're annihilating it. So I'm yeah, running that's, that's through what it. Says. Yeah. Yeah. You but that's what you have to do. You have yeah. to do. And it's so unfortunate. Like, you think you can't learn. swerve, right? Yeah, you can't swerve. Why? If you swerve let's because say, that's like, so, that's so much more dangerous. Side, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So you, you just have to blow through the deer? Blow went straight through it. Yeah. That's so tragic. Stop it. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> it's funny. It's no. just like. If it happened to you, it'll most likely break your windshield. If it happened yeah. to me, I'd probably be like, holy shit. And then I'd laugh because I'm still alive. You would laugh. You wouldn't laugh. You would you laugh would afterwards. Laugh. You would be in shock. I think I would laugh, but like. Not You'd be like, 
did I just hit a fucking deer? <laughs> It'd be like, I, I think I would laugh out of the shock, though. That my laughter wouldn't be like laughing as in like, ha, that's funny. It'd be more like, I can't believe that fucking happened. What's going on? Like, I'm still alive. I hit <sighs> I don't a know about that one. She What's maybe. going on? Because I, I sometimes tend to laugh when I'm like nervous. So it's like, if that happens to me and I hit like a whole ass deer, it'll just be like, holy shit, I'm still alive. Okay. I don't know. It just, I guess it all depends on how you react to, to um, like situations like that where it just like, where something bad could really happen. Like, I don't know. Oh, that reminds me. Like, literally, like, two nights ago, I had a dream, right? And you were in the dream. No, I was And we dream. were somewhere uh, close to the water or something. It was just me and Carlos. And then we see a light, right? Like, we just see, like, a cabin or something. It just turns on. And then, you know when you get a bad vibe, vibe about something and, like, something ominous is there or yeah. something? So, I froze... But like you know, you just I just froze completely, and I'm like, fuck, I do, I can't move. I, I don't know what to like do. That. Like you feel so helpless. And then, and then you were there, but you were next to me, so I think you grabbed me by like my 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 jacket or whatever the fuck I was wearing, and all I felt was getting moved. Like it's just like uh, when you're just being removed yeah. from a situation, but you can't move or yeah. anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. one of those dreams. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because yeah. it's just like we're in danger. I can't move. But something else is getting me out of this situation. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But it was so weird because it's like it was a, a legit moment of fear. Holy shit. You know? Yeah. It's like you can experience that shit in your dream, which is fucking nuts. Like yeah. The human mind is so powerful. But before that, I had a – it reminded me of that one, one – I think I told you guys one time I got into like a – not a bad – I didn't get into a crash. I almost did where I was going on the Palmetto and then – Yeah, yeah. And then um, – this dude like almost brake checks me. We're going like at 80. So mm-hmm. I had to like swerve to my left. It was a little, I had to stop because I saw him like brake check. So I slammed on the brakes. My car went like when the wheels. Skid. When the traction. Yeah, when the skid. And I was just ready for impact. Yeah. You were going to slam into that guy. But I swerved left. But it was one of those swerves left where I didn't even fucking. It was just like I needed to go. Yeah, yeah. So thankfully, the guy there who was, was next there. to me, because there was a dude next yeah. to me, but we both swerved left oh. at the same time. Oh, my goodness. This was all happening at least, like, 50 miles per hour. Yeah. And then after I got out of that, whatever, I almost, like, I had to, like, yeah, it, control it of the like car. Get control yeah, yeah, of the yeah. car because I was going side to side. And after that, I was just like, <sighs> damn, that's scary. Yeah. That could have been really bad. Ten yeah. times worse. Have you ever almost flipped the car? No. <laughs> you never had like the oh. back wheel like lift up off the ground. Yes, with my first car. I don't know if you remember my first car, the big blue car. Yeah. yeah. All right. So one time I was making a left and it was raining, um, uh, but I was a, a left at a, at a traffic stop, um, and it was raining and for some reason I decided to gun it, and when I took that left, <laughs> my car just. Just like instead of <laughs> <laughs> like I ended up facing the way I was coming. Oh, yeah. No. It just completely yeah, oh that's horrible. It just completely changed directions during my during my flip. Damn. <laughs> but okay. no, I've never flipped a car before. Never like like oh my no, goodness. No, no, that sounds okay. terrible. Okay. Did you flip a car today? No, 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 no. <laughs> God fucking Christ. That would have been actually kind of amazing, if I'm being real. If, if I flipped, flipped a car, car and I survived and I'm here You'll probably shooting a podcast. Car. I'd probably be goading about it. True, true. Mm-hmm. I've had so many dreams where, like, most of my dreams are car crashes, and really? it's like it. Yeah, I hate it. I feel like I'm gonna die from a car crash, probably. Doesn't that mean that you feel I like you're I not in control? Huh? 
I hope I just... What happened to my face? I know uh, that the way I'm going to die is going to be either car accident or heart attack. Yeah. You were saying? I don't know. I Maybe it oh, is I because remember. I don't... I feel like I'm not in, in control. control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's entirely possible. There was one uh, dream I had where like... Oh my God, this is depressing. Um, My older brother who has like bipolar and stuff. Issues, uh-huh. He was the one driving and I was the one in the passenger and then Jaden was in the backseat and we just like... You Jaden, your younger brother, right? Jaden, yeah, my younger brother. Yeah. And then there was this ditch, and he just gunned it, and we were just falling. Down the ditch? Yeah. Forever? So we all died. I mean, oh. we didn't Jesus die, because in, in your dreams, you can't die. Yeah, but... We basically all died. Yeah, I yeah. felt the falling, and that's... And then you woke up. I hate that feeling, yeah. the feeling of falling on a dream. Yeah. Because it's like a pit in your stomach, and then mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? All right. But, um, yeah. Talking about dreams, I pulled up the dream. Remember when I had the dream? <laughs> I remember the dream, but you never told me about the dream. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't think you've ever heard about the dream. <clears throat> Let me read it. Because I wrote it. It was so crazy <laughs> that I woke up and I'm like, I cannot forget this. Okay. You told me you were going to tell me about it because you had okay. it written down. So. so all right. Get ready. The dream started with me and Scott. I don't know who fuck Scott is. <laughs> the dream started with me and Scott hanging out near a lake. And, some reason, and for some reason, there are snakes and alligators in and around the lake. Parentheses. Snakes and alligators are a recurring theme in my dreams. Okay. Next, uh, next, next thing I remember is I'm inside the water and all the snakes and alligators come to attack me. But it was more of a joke since I know Scott would save me. He did. I don't know if I had. I don't know if it had happened before or after the Scott part, but I was aware of a cave of some sort. The cave was something out of a video game because it had a puzzle to solve. I remember I successfully solved the puzzle, so I didn't. It didn't feel like an important location to me. If I had to describe it, it have to. I'd have to say it's a mix between ancient alien technology and a movie theater auditorium. I know it's weird. The thing. The thing is, it was dangerous because you would get attacked while being in there by skeleton figures with curved swords. So after I was saved by Scott, I just remember landing in front of the cave entrance. For some reason, it was an isolated entrance in the middle of a Venice-type neighborhood in Biscayne. So, non-existent. <laughs> I literally put that in front <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Meaning, only water around it. Then, for some reason, Carlos was there with me. And I thought it was, cool I- it was a cool idea to show him the cave, and I did. But I had forgotten all about the skeletons, so we had to fight them. <laughs> and I remember Carlos almost getting killed. Ye. But we survived. And we go outside... We go outside to the entrance, and Pierre is there now. Yee, yeah, Peter. <laughs> and for whatever freaking reason, we go back in, but this time, as we're fighting skeletons, we stumbled upon an entrance to another room, and a man dressed as a pirate that spoke in a Cuban-slash-Dominican accent Darren? appears as we kill the last skeleton. <laughs> the man is very surprised to see us. I forgot what he asked, but for some reason, we wanted to adventure with him, since in the dream, it felt normal, I guess. But before you know it, a community, a community of people all come and gathered around us. I don't remember what the leader looked like, but I do remember them telling us they worshipped an alien that looked like a ball sack. <laughs> Wait, an right, alien that looked <laughs> like Damn, I forgot a ball sack? Okay. So, um, worshipped an alien. So, they worshipped an alien that looked like a ball sack. And uh-huh. I remember we laughed because they were trying to avoid using that term to describe the alien. <laughs> <laughs> then... A woman comes up to me and she tells me she likes something about me and starts touching me. And <laughs> I wrote, I'm low-key bound. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
<laughs> all right, and I said, I'm low keep out. While she's seducing me for some reason, we all get convinced to go in the underground tunnel system, which is where they live. But as I was going in, the woman, <coughs> but as I was going in, the woman is grabbing me. So I reached. She's wearing a dress, but it feels gross. I know she's fucking everyone in the community <laughs> just by touching it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all right. I know she's fucking everyone in the community just by touching it. I'm like, nah, hold up. <laughs> no, no, this is literally what I wrote. This is your script. Um, so everyone goes in. All right. So everyone goes in to like a convenience store to get groceries for the day because I guess that's how these people's day to day are. Going into the store, I stop at the gate and Pierre is next to me and I tell him something is up and he agrees. We don't know where Carlos is. Pierre tells me we have to go. So I sprint the fuck out of there. Uh, fucking up some skeletons, and as I reach the entrance, I don't see anyone behind me. But then I see a Tesla, a black color Tesla, parked next to the entrance, and for some reason, that was Joaquin's car. Joaquin? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Joaquin's car. Joaquin is another one of our friends. Yeah. Um, Tesla parked next to the entrance, and for some reason, that was just, just Joaquin's car, so I knew he went in there as well. I jump into the water to escape because none of you guys are there. None of you guys... Well, I guess I'm writing to you guys when I see this because so I jump into the water to escape because there is no one to be seen. It's also nighttime now. It's dark and I'm swimming really fast and I felt the alligators chasing me. But I ended up in a little neighborhood that that the front lawns were connected with a body of water. I wait. I wait there contemplating about what just happened. And I talk to the lady whose house I landed at. I ask her if she could take me back to Miami. She says in the morning she can with her husband. Some time passes, but I text Pierre and send him my location. <laughs> he said, Carlos is hurt, and he's also with Joaquin. You guys pull up to the lady. Oh, they pull up to the lady. To, no, Carlos, Pierre, Joaquin pull up to the lawn afterwards. Um, everything seems good. So we get on a boat, and we go back to Miami. For some reason, we go to an arena to watch a boxing UFC match. By boxing slash UFC match. 30 minutes? All right. <clears throat> For some reason, we go to the arena after all that to watch a boxing slash UFC match, and we're there, but it's really late, and the fight hadn't even started. It was 2 in the morning of the same day. Everything had happened, so I, t so I tell them I need to go home since I had to drive to Tampa in the morning. And you guys are like, okay, that makes, fit. That makes perfect sense. Carlos tells me he'll drive. I agree. I get in his car, which for some reason he has a Mini Cooper. Yeah. We're almost at my house, but yeah. he misses Miramark Parkway. And at this point, I'm super skeptical about everyone's motives. Parentheses, I was worried the wife and husband were cult members too, forgot to mention. So after he misses the turn, I laugh and I'm like, LOL, bro, you missed the turn. And he answers, oh, shit, my bad. We'll turn around now. He doesn't turn around <laughs> and I feel more agitated. So I'm telling him that he's being super sus. And before you know it, we're in an empty construction site. And at this point, I'm hella mad. And he starts saying some cult shit, right? <laughs> right as a dude starts to walk up to me, um, uh, to us in the car. The dude was a cult member. And I'm just like, nah. So Carlos <laughs> tried to grab me to force me out of, out, of, out of the car or something. But as we're struggling, I managed to get uh, my foot on the pedal. And I run over the fuck. I run over the dude with the Mini Cooper. The dude who was in front of us. But okay. he stuck to our car. So I was shifting gears back and forth. So Jesus <laughs> back and forth Christ. As I was fighting the brainwashed Carlos. So I run the car into the back of a truck and the cult member just got completely destroyed and his body split into two. 
<sighs> then I have no clue what happened, but it was over. I don't know what happened to Carlos, but I know I went home and that was done. But for some reason, I had a third person perspective of the construction site after it all had happened. And it was cult members checking out what happened. And one of them pulls out a little capsule. And as he opens it, it's a, it's a little green alien with, a, with black eyes. His body looked like a wrinkled ball sack. <laughs> he makes some sort of face and boom. The end. That's that was your dream? Uh, that was my dream. Yeah, that's some fucking else. crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's that was nuts. That was I was just the bad guy, the secret baddie. So they infiltrated you and then boom. Yeah. They, trail. And then I infiltrated you. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I was like, nah. <laughs> something, something's up. Where was Peter? I don't know what happened here. <laughs> was there any sass in the dream? I don't think so. So it was not realistic. It it's was a, a fucking dream. dream. <laughs> that's not the I mean, a dream can be realistic. We went into a movie auditorium mixed with futuristic shit where we had to fight skeletons. All right, but that's not the questionable part. The questionable part is why we didn't give you sass. The alien was a shape of Maybe you sack. did. I don't remember. Wow. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, we oh walk goodness. in there and it's like, really, Rafa? You forgot about this as, like, we're tearing apart <laughs> I skeletons. I didn't know there was a cult inside. The skeletons. You forgot about them. True, I did forget about I would have given you so much shit over that. That's so funny. I would have been like, God yeah, damn. That was, my dream. that was an amazing dream. But it was crazy because like, it incorporated so much of like uh, what's usually in a lot of my dreams, which is like cars and shit that happens inside of cars and um, snakes, alligators, alligators and snakes. Like alligators yeah. and snakes for sure a recurring theme in my dreams. Uh, that's all interesting. The time. Yeah, literally yesterday I had a dream about an alligator or a crocodile, whatever it was, and it was like a dog. So I had a pet alligator. Oh, it like crawled up on my face and then was trying to like lick my face, but it was an alligator, so I was like, "You can't lick my face." I thought it was attacking me, but then it didn't hurt me, so I was like, "It's my pet now," and that's it. That was that was the dream. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. For me, it's it just cute. always death. No, it death usually is situations. death as well. Like yeah. one in one of my dreams, I had like a body of water and I was supposed to like be on a kayak or something, and it was just alligators like infested under me, and I got fucking ripped apart. But Jesus. Whatever. Yeah, I fell and and that's where I woke up because I was about to die. Yeah, do you ever crazy? Um, the ability to fly in your dreams. Have you ever had that? Yeah, so cool. Have you ever had lucid dreamt? Um, describe lucid. lucid Basically, when you take complete control over your dreams and you're like, I know I'm in a dream. I'm controlling this bitch, Um, and you control the dream. I've had a lot of control, but maybe not complete control. Like I've. There's been times where I, like I'm in my dream and I know um I just have too much control of what's happening. If okay. that makes sense. Okay. Um Oh, what the fuck? If that makes sense. Uh, like for example, the last time I could really tell you, it was um I had Spider-Man powers, right? Oh, that's and awesome. I remember like I would just go wherever I wanted. Right. Stuff like that, but okay. never like full control where I could just like where I'm a god and I could just like open do whatever the fuck you yeah. want. Okay. Now that, a lot. Oh, sorry. Go no, I'm sorry. You were no, saying? no, you go. Uh, I used to lucid dream all the time as a kid, but like they got to the point where it was so realistic that I had control over the dream, but the dream was so realistic, I forgot it was a dream. So I would go through my entire school day and then I'd wake up. No, get the fuck out of no, here. No, I promise you. I'd go <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I'd go throughout my entire school day, like come home, do everything I got to do. Get the fuck out of here. Get dude. ready to go to bed. And when I close my eyes, I wake up to the sound of me having to go back to school. And it would fuck me up. 
people would ask me like, "Oh, why are you so tired in high school?" And it was like, like part "I've of, done today twice." Yeah, like, <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> but then, like, imagine doing that for the next like weekday. So now you're doing a whole school week, and when you're asleep, thinking that you're getting peace, you're in your dreams. Wow, you doing was, school. school was really uh, it was in your mind a lot. One hundred percent, I hated it. Yeah, I can imagine. The way I found like the way around it is like count your fingers. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because you either have to do anything like that. You either have more or less. I'd always be like, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I'm at 10. This is real. Because it it was just one of those things where it's like you waste energy. Like, yeah, I would waste like legitimate energy like doing my day in my dream. And then I'd wake up and I'm like, holy fuck, I have to do that. But again, I'm okay. (laughs) I'd rather not the redo. And then you'd literally have to go and redo it. Yeah. No, it sucks. Yeah. I wouldn't live the exact same day, obviously. Of course. But, like, close enough. I mean, school was monotonous, so there wasn't much change. Like, there wasn't much that you could do to really change the big key elements. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, For me, when I was little, one of the main things that would uh, recur in my dreams also, towards the end, I would fall. And then, like, through a... I would fall from a very big height like falling from heights is also a huge thing in my dream um but towards the end of the fall if in this scenario i died i would wake up in a bathroom it was a blue tiled bathroom um floating on a pillow and that would just happen all the time in my dreams when i was little interesting i love like looking up the meaning of dreams yeah so like i for one of mine that's reoccurring but also like I fucking hate when it happens is my teeth falling out Ooh, and it means that, that I'm death. <laughs> Apparently it means death in my future. So I'm just like, death okay, I'm going to die. Death. Like, we're all going to die. I, exactly. But like, I'm just like, Oh, is it today? Yeah. It's like, um, when they say, like being born and your like, death sentence. I've been shot in my dreams. So I'm like, what does it mean when I was I shot? Like I was shot like right here by like an old lady who was like, you killed my son. I was like, I promise Yo. you, ma'am. I did not. <laughs> she just <laughs> shot me. She was like, Nope. So that's also something that happens. I just die. Just they're not good dreams. But um, I'm gonna look up the blue tiles meaning in dreams. Right. That's now. so specific. I, I don't know. That is like very if, it, if there's something and there, also, that's so it's like cool. everyone is so different. <laughs> you know, know we right? have we everyone has around uh, thirty or forty dreams a night. We just don't remember. That's crazy. Yeah, but a, tr- a good trick to actually dreaming and having really vivid dreams is to eat something right before you go to sleep. Mm. Or drink something. People say apple juice, but they just say apple juice because it's, it's, it's apple just, you, you could just put in whatever yeah. in your body as long as your body starts, you know, mm-hmm. working. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. There's is that what they actually say? Is that a saying? Yeah, no, that's, that's a saying. That's a saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not apple a big a day fan of apple juice. Um, that's you know, like w- just one apple. What yeah, if the entire rest of the day I'm just ingesting like heroin? <laughs> like, dude, come on. At keeps the doctor away. You got the apple, bro. Um, there's a lot of like talk about like now, not lucid dreaming. It's um shifting your reality when you dream. Mm. So, sh- shifting reality, your reality shifting, reality shifting. Yeah. So like you can literally teleport yourself into another dimension when you dream or something like that. Okay, so like ma'am, people, what? How do you achieve that? I have no idea. There's a lot of TikTok videos on it, but I haven't tried personally. But a lot of them have been like, I shifted into this anime. Get the fuck yeah, out of like here. Yeah, like legit. Shut the fuck <laughs> I'm like, up. okay. That's so I dumb. Mean, go off. Come if you on. Have. Like, these people are just mad on drugs at this point. Are you, I shifted into the Naruto world in my dream. Like, once I realized I was in a dream, I'm like, okay, let me go. Um, 
Okay, I, I completely shift my reality. Yeah, Get the no. fuck out of here. No, but I think it's cool. I mean, I it depends. So it happens, I it think it's just lucid dreaming. But you know how much steps, mind control, like control of your yeah, mind you sure. have to achieve to do so. Like when people say the astral project, like I could, I could believe astral, astral projecting. Do you, do you, uh, have you ever astral projected? No, but I've also never tried. Okay, I have a question actually. Have you ever been doing something like a physical activity and you don't see from your own perspective what do you mean I've describe give me an example body. so i don't know i've had like multiple out-of-body experiences where like i'm not in my body i'm like from a bird's eye view for like give me an example like I, give me i don't know like how when to you're like awake, i don't know like, like how do i give you an example i'm assuming it's when he's awake when i'm awake like That's it, fucking it's weird. exercise I don't know. like no? I'm scared. I, I kind of don't know. Carlos, I think that's... I don't think that's a good thing. I, I just... I think you'd have to be at an extreme of something. It's either uh, you could be extremely tired, extremely happy, extremely down. I don't know. I was just extremely in the moment, I guess. And, I guess. like, I remember uh, during one of the times that I sparred, I think, Peter, maybe? It might have been Peter. I got like an up down view and it didn't make any sense. But then Peter would throw at me and I would move and it's like I would see from my own perspective, but I was also seeing from this top down perspective where like I saw everything at the like it was it's a weird experience. I don't know. It's also happened to me while I played basketball where like I know exactly where everybody is in that moment, but the only way I can describe it is like a, a bird's eye view. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like maybe it I might be to say visually, that like in the moment, but hey, you're my probably, brain creates like that. You're probably image. not the only person that's experienced that, to be honest. Right. Like, it just has to be a, a thing that people experience. I think that's like out of a, out of body experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of. I think those are really cool and interesting. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, you know. But I, I think it's crazy that like people can go into comas and like remember stuff from the coma. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but people can definitely hear in their comas. That must like, suck. They yeah. have to. I mean, like, that's oh, why nurses are, are taught yeah. to talk to yeah. the talk patient. To mm-hmm. Yeah. It's terrible. What do you think a coma feels like? like I would sleep. think it's like you're sleeping for a long but time. But if you can hear. If you are having an out-of-body experience, it's probably one of those things where it's like, you you ever like go, I should wake up right now in yeah, your dreams. You and then you just kind of can't. Yeah, of course. Scary. That's probably it. It's yeah. probably just like, oh, I should wake up right like now. Sleep paralysis. And then you yeah. just never. I haven't had sleep paralysis in a while, mm-hmm. but some people say like sleep paralysis is uh, one way you can achieve. Um, um, we we just talked about astral it. projection. Astral projection. I haven't had sleep paralysis ever, and I hope not. You've to. never had no. sleep You're paralysis. Lucky. I've never. I've had never? it a ton. I've had it a ton. Wow. It, it would get to the point. You've really just never like. I can't move anything, but I'm awake. Mm-mm. The no. worst wow. part about my sleep paralysis is I can't control my breathing. So I feel like I'm suffocating yeah, because my breathing common. is stuck to a labored. That makes sense. So it's deep, deep, deep and deep out. And so I'm trying to breathe and I'm like, I can't breathe. I'm suffocating. And then I always result to the same thing. Wiggle your toes. Yeah. yeah. I think I do. You just start to try to, well, I mean, I, for me uh, in particular, I guess I don't, do my toes i do my hands or just try to move like anything just try to move anything whatsoever 
And you know what's crazy? It's like after you're done with sleep paralysis, it's not like you just wake up. Yeah. Like then when you're done with sleep paralysis, it's like sometime throughout your actual sleep. So when you're done with it, you don't wake up at that moment you're done. You just wake up in the morning and you're like, yeah, I had sleep paralysis last night, yeah. which is weird. But it's crazy. Yeah. Some people say um, during sleep paralysis, like they see monsters and shit yeah, like that. That's I'm what like, I've heard. Oh, the I've seen often. like skeletal shit. Like, I don't know if I have. It, it's like wraiths. It's usually like someone at the foot of your bed or something and like just a person. Like I've seen like wraiths. So, like it's just shadowy You images think that's just the mind terrifying. since you're at a state of panic and it's probably dark. You're just. Yeah. Maybe. It's like, yeah, yeah. Or I maybe so. I think maybe like in that state people can probably see like actual. Ghosts. Like demons and stuff. Yeah. I'd like to not I, think I that. I would like to not think that. But like. That's I think it's weird. a possibility. I would rather just believe that that's not the case because I don't want to believe that there, like yeah. there's just a demon so waiting terrifying. there for me. Like, what's up with it, cousin? Oh, yeah. my goodness. And then it comes up to me, takes mm. me away, Take forces me, away. me to sit in, like, a Denny's parking lot. I don't know. That That's a cool-ass demon. I mean, I, I always yes. got to have Denny's with them. I remember when I was... Um, stupid <laughs> you'd have denny's with a demon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, gotta chill <laughs> um, took you there. It's only, so it's i moved there. like seven times when i was younger right okay. like uh throughout houses here in miami and one of the, my biggest fears was moving into a house that was um haunted but if it was i always wanted to like hope it was like a friendly ghost so i can become friends with the ghost yeah Cause that could be cool as fuck. Yeah, legit. That could be cool. That's uh, that's a fear of mine still right now. I'm like, if I grow up and I like buy a house and it's haunted, I'm moving. I cannot. I unless it's friendly, like you said. Then it'd be like, sup. My thing yeah, with ghosts yeah, and that situation, it's like I don't think there will be a friendly ghost. I think it's a matter of like, if you haven't passed on, there's a reason why you haven't passed on. And if you're haunting my shit, I don't know, man. There's a reason yes. why you're haunting it's my weird. shit. It's weird. Like, there, um, mm-hmm. go, go, continue. Uh, there are people that actually have, like, vessels for ghosts, like, and they take care of them. Oh, I like, had a friend. Actually. I have a friend who, uh, back in Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, he lived with his mom on some place called, like, Cherry Lane. Most dang- like, dangerous yeah. road, right? Like, it's yeah. like they're, like, stay away from this road um, place. And he told me that they used to live in this house uh, back when he was, like, nine. Um, he would see somebody, like, at the outer parts of his vision he would see somebody or like in the doorway he would see somebody pass and he'd be like okay that's terrifying but one time he was sleeping they're trying to and he just couldn't and he was like i don't know what's going on i don't know why i can't sleep he moves from his room to the living room lays down on the couch and he's like i can't i can't turns tosses turns and then he gets up looks at the uh stove because you know how the stove has like a clock on it yeah so he sees the time it's like 340 something the microwave it was a microwave and so he's like fuck i can't sleep and he lays his head down and stares up and he sees a face staring down at him and it's a woman it's like the face of a woman and he's like he freezes because he's like i that's complete panic i'm yeah. telling you in those panic. moments you're just not you know it's not like you're gonna be like oh shit square up yeah you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah so he's like face to face with this creature that he's like okay well i've never met this woman before in my life but she seems familiar and he was like i don't know why she's familiar but that wasn't the main point of that story there so he gets up he's freaking out he runs to his mom he's like ma and they get out of the house turns out the house is on fire oh shit 
the house was on fire. Or it was catching fire because some something something had left off on the stove. That's why it was the the microwave. It was it was oh. something with the stove so you was think a problem. The lady saved was them? warning him. Yeah. Possibly. I would say so. I, I think that yeah, was Yeah, I think sign. I would say so, too. But, like, he described her in great detail. He was, like, she was a mean lady. Like, she had, like, this face. But Oh, maybe she set the fire. The, <laughs> most, the most interesting part to me is, he's like, and then I remembered why she seemed so familiar. And it was because whenever I would play outside or whenever I'm, I'm leaving or heading into the house, I would look up into the windows of the house and there would be times where I would see a feminine figure in the in like the the window staring down at me so he would say that that's that lady that's terrifying. and that's that to crazy. me is scary i hate that man yeah. like, he um, he moved out yeah. of that house but yeah my ex-girlfriend she told me a story that she used to live in a house i think she when she was like 13 and um there would just be an old lady ghost in the house like she wasn't mean but they, they would see her around and stuff uh, through reflections and stuff like that. And it was just something that they learned to live with. It wasn't anything crazy. And, the, like, that was just their reality. They lived with an old lady ghost. I, I can't, can't do that. I can't do I that, yeah. I, I will never. No. I respect people that do. <laughs> but, no, not for me. No. That level of just, like, nonchalance yeah. with, like, something spiritual like something that. Something, like, you don't know. Like, unknown. Yeah. Anything unknown is scary to anybody. But it's scary because maybe one day it's like it wakes yeah. up and it's like, yo, I'm Jesus done being violence. a good demon. Yeah. It's time for me to fuck shit up. But it makes you wonder. It's like, it, I think just the idea of ghost in general and the fact that, like, there's so much, um, so many stories, so much evidence of, of just entities being around us. Like, it makes you really wonder. It's like, like, where, like, why are they around us? Yeah. And why are they here? And where is, like, where did our actual, like, like for example, a family member dies, right? It's like, are they around here too? Like, oh, what type of energy? Like, where do you go? Like, mm-hmm. where do you manifest to? Like, where, where does all this energy really go? Because if some energy's trapped in a house, like, what? Where is the rest? Yeah. You know, like, what happens to the everybody else? Yeah. You know, maybe. Like, it's why just are they trapped ties. in a house? And why are some like there's some legit like bad um, entities out there? So it's like, why? Yeah. yeah, I mean, at the end of it all, it'll always be speculation, but, like, oh, whoops. But, like, one of the things that, like, I I like to think is that, like, I don't believe in an afterlife, but I'd like to think that reincarnation is real. I'd like to think that when I die, uh, there's going to be some cosmic scale that tells me whether I've been good, whether I've been bad, or how much good I've done, how much bad I've done, and it'll say, well... You're kind of an asshole, so in your next life, you're going to be reborn as, like, a starving child in a third-world country. Or, um, you know, you did really well, so, you know, now I'm going to make you the son of a billionaire. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But what happens to those people that can't let go of their ties? Mm -hmm. Like, what are those people who are, like, just so stuck to their world that they're not ready to go? Because I imagine that when you die, there has to be a process because maybe we go through stages like immediately, like maybe quicker, like quickly when we're dying. But I imagine that we go through like the stages of grief, which is like denial, anger, all that shit. I'm not going to say it's the exact stages of grief. I mean, but I think there's a point where you have to come to the acceptance of your death. Of course. Unless you get like. If you're dying slowly, 
if you don't, if you if you just yeah. know you're gonna die, like you know you're yeah, yeah. Like, like if that. if you're just caught by surprise, maybe you can't like you fight it. So maybe those people don't. But maybe the people who are dying slowly that don't want to die and are like, I can't die. Like I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Maybe they're the ones that become ghosts because it's just a matter of like they know they're dying and they don't, don't want to die and they mm-hmm. cannot die. It's a really interesting subject. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, it, if without getting into religion, I just think um, like I. In my opinion, the thought of an afterlife, um, in a religious way, like to me, it just sounds like the better option. If you're promised eternal happiness in a divine place, it's like, would you, wouldn't you rather have live in an eternal place for the rest of time, or however the fuck that works, or come back to Earth? But this is where the question goes. It's like, okay, well, let's say there's an eternal happiness. Like religion offers an eternal happiness, right? Yeah. That's the the. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? I, he had to sneeze. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. That's uh, funny. Thank you. Anyway, so I think the question becomes, uh, what is happiness? Yeah, that like because people on Earth could like, or the <laughs> ghosts we see, that could be their hell. Yeah, it I could mean, be their hell. Because yeah. I, th- I mean, I think happiness is being uh, somewhere where you're stress free. Somewhere but like, what where you that reconnect with your the people who were something to you in this life. But do you see my point of asking you what happiness is? Because but your definition of happiness may not be the same definition of happiness that I have, and it may not be the okay, same. But definition if your definition of happiness, of happiness is killing other people, yeah. uh, then you're inherent. You inher- you just did something wrong. Like you, okay, yeah, you, you are not yeah, a good person. But like when you died, and let's say you go to that eternal happiness, I'm pretty sure the reason why you reached eternal happiness isn't because you dreamt about slaughtering children like for the next three days. You know, like I think when you, I, I'm talking like to the point where it's like, okay, you made it to heaven. Right, and now you're gonna be eternally happy. But what defines that happiness? Because whatever it is, let's say my grandfather's happiness is spending every day with my mom, gardening. Right, let's just say that's that's his happy. That could be his his eternal life afterwards. But then my eternal happiness is being with my mom, and walking down the beach with her, for example. Mm-hmm then that could be your eternal happiness. Yeah, I don't think heaven is like a one-set standard. Yeah, but, then, not like a but then my yeah. question or is, at least I don't think so. what, what about my mom's happiness? Like, so what if my mom's not happy with any of I that? I think these are just like forces or but um, like with overall concepts that they're so hard to even imagine because let's say you die and let's say you go to heaven um, and you live this happiness. That necessarily, your mom's happiness and your happiness... Um, but is it is it a created happiness? Yeah, it could yes. be. Yeah. So then it's I don't like think your mom can you, your mom can't be two places at once. So it's like your version. So of your it's mom. my own virtual yeah. little happiness. It could. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're talking I, about uh, heaven. Like that's but, like, what I think. I mean, I don't yeah. know what heaven and hell is. But, but like what I was saying, it's like you're promised um, a good afterlife from religion. So in my opinion, if I'm promised a good afterlife, and obviously everyone has different opinions, which is completely fine. Uh, I would rather take the, the the heavenly option than the reincarnation option. At least that's just me. Because if we're promised a, a great, uh, quote unquote, happiness and just the beautiful things after after death, then why would I personally not take that 
instead yeah. of being reincarnated into a, a or the option to keep living. But also, when you're reincarnated, it's like said that you don't remember that. Yeah, you you're not. Died. I mean, we like, could have yeah. we, we could, we could reincarnation could easily be yeah. a thing. I mean, the transfer of energy, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. And uh, I just, I mean, I would just rather not mm-hmm. like another life. Like fuck. Yeah. Well, that is crazy because some Honestly. some people like there's been those stories of the um, of the little girls and the little um. Why? Little like little guys. girls and little boys, <laughs> um, little people, fucking kids, <laughs> Jesus, Children. not fucking kids. No. Ew. <laughs> oh my god, I dug myself into a hole there. All right. Yeah, children. Kids, have children. Said, like, their past uh, lives. They talk yeah. about their past lives yeah. and who they were. And they were like, and "This is me like in that. the in the Holocaust." And yeah, like, like they would point, they point at, at objects someone. about like it's old like, pe- like people who have died already. Yeah. Like that was me. Like I was there. And I like, remember how I died. And it, it's like, oh my god, that's incredible. That is. Like, that's insane. That's, that's actually terrifying. But it like also, I believe that everything is possible. I believe that maybe if hell and hell do hell and hell. Heaven and hell do exist. Then there, why can't reincarnation also exist? And why can't this other religion's belief also exist all at the same time? I think yeah, maybe yeah. like it's just chosen for you. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I think it all exists. Or you know, or maybe you die and everything exists. just goes it, black and that's it. Yeah, it literally. could potentially all exist, but I, uh, that's a theory. That's it's a theory. Everything's like, a theory. I'm partial to the one that once you die, it's so, just because over. If mm-hmm. you die and it's over, then like, why are there ghosts? Yeah, yeah. Like, where is this energy going? Yeah. Like, where energy is definitely you know the thing, the main thing. It's just like, where is it going? That's yeah, like, where? That's what if question. what happens to you is just determined based off of your belief? So like, what if your belief is like, oh, I'm gonna reincarnate? So you do reincarnate. See, here's the thing: the human mind is so powerful. Yeah. My dad, um, and I think it was like 2000. My dad. I think you're gonna say my dad died, right? <laughs> and then he reincarnated because he said he would. And now he's alive. <laughs> So I think it was around maybe like 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. My dad had a tumor in his oh, brain, shit. right? Like the size of an egg. Um, and he had to get surgery to get the tumor removed. Okay. And the surgery was like a, like a 30-something hour surgery. Oh, so he geez. went into it on Monday. The surgery happened. He had to be resting until that Friday, right? Um, so whatever. On the Monday of his surgery, I, th- I'm pr- I was in fourth grade, so whatever year that was, um, he's like, you know, um, everything. I'm, I asked him because my dad has had a lot of surgeries. I was like, aren't you not scared? I mean, mm-hmm. you're opening his head. And there's a tumor in next to his brain. I'm like, he said, he said, no, I'm not scared, and I promise you, I'll be back uh, to keep taking care of you on Friday. Oh my goodness. Um, and my dad is a very religious person, um, which is something admirable at this point in my life now. Before I didn't see it that way. But when he was under, um, he had this dream, you could say. And he was in um he was like in a tunnel, right? Like how they describe it, a tunnel. And he didn't want to go down on the tunnel. So he climbed up because he saw light in mm-hmm. this tunnel. Like literally, like yeah. this is how he described it. At the it. top or at the bottom? At the top. At the top. Mm-hmm. So he climbed. He doesn't know with what strength he climbed, but he climbed. He climbed the tunnel, he climbed the tunnel, he climbed the tunnel. And he arrives at the top. And um, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's whatever beauty you can imagine when it comes to trees and green and the clouds. It's, it's beautiful. It's a perfect, beautiful landscape. And um, what's next to him is, like, the person in front of him is the Virgin Mary. And he acknowledges this. He takes her hand, and then they're, they're walking through the field of just beauty, peace, like, that what that's what I think I mean when I say like happiness is just you're completely at peace, and you're just in whatever beautiful place that I guess you can imagine. 
Um, and they go and they meet God mm. or Jesus. I get well the same thing. Um, and he starts speaking to him in tongues. Like he doesn't know exactly what language it was, but he knows they're communicating in tongues. They're just speaking languages. Um, but uh, my dad will tell me he's like the only thing that I remember like sort of uh, communicating was that I wasn't ready to go. Like I wasn't ready to stay there. Um, so he told him that, and after that he woke up. Wow. Wow. Um, and I think that is the power of complete believe in some belief in something. I think his faith was so strong that even at a moment where like his faith was so strong and he could be connected to that higher power whatever it is, whatever manifests manifest to different people, um, in whatever way it manifests to different people, in this way it was God for my dad, um, that he made that connection of... I'm not ready to go yet. I'm not ready to go yet. Okay. So, yeah, that was... Um, you know, I love that story because it, it changes my perspective and I like thinking about it because his faith was so strong that, like I said, at his lowest point of just being completely out of out of body he had such a marvelous experience yeah. that just you know it not it, he's always had a lot of faith but i'm guessing that experience must have like reinstated his faith because um he knows that that that's waiting for him after yeah and that's beautiful you know yeah, like i want to be at some point like that that's why yeah. it's like um when i look at religion nowadays it's more um, you know, just as long as you're not harming anyone with yeah. your beliefs or whatever, and you're just, you know, minding your own business, it's a beautiful thing that could just keep you at peace because he knows that one, if he goes now, he'll be happy that like whatever me and my family, me and my sister are grown up, we can take care of ourselves, but he knows that it's just peace, whatever's yeah. coming after. Right. And I don't know. I think that's just awesome that the human mind and your beliefs or your, the energy was just there present Amazing. at that moment where he had one of those experiences and he's not the only person that's had it um he's talked to someone else that had an experience exactly like it yeah i've had uh, i have a story like that and it's awesome like, oh. i remember when he met this lady who had a similar experience they talked about it and it was just crazy yeah my stepmom told me about an experience that somebody had i don't know if it was my father who had it or one of my cousins or just somebody that she knew but i remember they told me or she was telling me the story of how they were in a tunnel. They they had they were undergoing a surgery as well for something. I think it was cancer related too. Um, and they were undergoing the surgery to get the tumor removed or, or something along those lines. Or maybe they were in a, in a car accident um, and they just needed surgery for something. But what they remember is being in a tunnel, but it's not like one that's up and down where they're climbing. It's like one that's like you're just walking. Yeah. So they're like in this tunnel and there's light at the end of that tunnel. Um, and they say like, they walked all the way to the end of the tunnel, and there's, like, a door there. And yeah. they see, like, light creeping out from the bottom. So they're like, okay. They open the door, and as they open the door, they heard, like, voices, like, that were familiar. I think it was my dad who, to who, was, who told Karen the story, and she was telling it to me. And I think it was that he heard his, his parents' voices, and they're dead. Yeah. Um, oh, my bad. Um, his family's voice, like, uh, his sister, his, his parents, and, and all of them. And it... They died when he was 16. So he, like, was 
in the process of opening the door, but he was like, wait. And then he turned around, and when he turned around, he saw Karen or something like that. And so there he was given, like, the choice, like, walk through the door or go back to Karen. And in that moment, he chose to go back to Karen. So he walked back to Karen, and then he woke up. Yeah. But that to me, like, he he didn't, what I what is interesting to me about that story and your story is that he didn't end up going to that heavenly place. He was on the forefront of it. Like, he was at the spot right before then, I guess. Right before you see everything. He said that that was, like, his closest religious experience. Interesting. That, like, he opened the door and he heard the voices of, every, like, it was blinding light and he just heard the voices of a uh, family that had already passed. And then behind him he heard Carlos because his name is Carlos, and it was her. I might be tripping, and that might not be true at all. Um, <laughs> so and I could he, have dreamt this? I could have been an asshole. This might not have been his story. It might have been somebody else's, but the point was that they, they heard voices that were not of this world anymore, and then they heard a familiar voice telling them, like, wait, like, hey, come back. And that voice that was telling them to come back was, like, their, connect, their tie to this world, like yeah. why they should keep moving. Yeah. And that to me was interesting. Pretty insane. That's, 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 I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, the world is filled with mysteries. Like, what What like is the closest like experience you've had that you would say would like mm, not harbor, but like toe the line between wise religious or just like spiritual wise? Both. Like uh, I, I, because my thing is I tie religion into spirituality. Me too. Me too. Me too. So but I think this one is sort of. Both, in a way. Um, so, like I've said, I've never really had an encounter with, uh, like, any paranormal stuff. And mm-hmm. I haven't, like, at least not in a bad way. But I remember um, one of the strongest feelings I had was um, around this time last year. Maybe like, um, no, I want to say, like, February. So, like, two months around this time last year. Uh, when I was going to have the semester in California, we drove and we stopped in Arizona where I have a lot of family. And my aunt, uh, she passed away in, like, 2010, I want to say. Uh, but my cousins are over there, so her daughter and, you know. Um, so my mom, we stopped by to say hi to her family and stuff. We slept there one of those nights. And then my mom wanted to go see uh, her sister, who, you know, passed away. Uh, so we went to the cemetery, right? And we're there in the cemetery. And I, w- I don't think I've gone to a cemetery since I was, like, a young, young kid. So I was kind of... I think when you step into a cemetery, things like the vibe is just completely different than yeah. anything outside of it. Um, they're so they're there, and I go. I think they they start walking away from the tomb of my um of my aunt, but then I go back for whatever reason, just to like I don't know, have a moment of breath, and then just I feel like a really strong like wind just come like come around me and surround me and stuff like that and it's it's almost like a leaf tornado was a uh, was like forming around me and I, you just felt that like I w- you were a comp- like I felt like I was accompanied by something and I, I I know it was her though like um uh for whatever reason like she was literally there next to me and this is her way of telling me like that she was there and I thought that was like really interesting you know it's, it's been on my mind lately a lot too okay that's really cool okay you never nothing like spiritual nothing yeah. religious nothing I don't. I also don't go anywhere. So no, <laughs> I also don't go anywhere where like yeah, I have but like the maybe it could be like a dream, or maybe like it could be like mm. one one day. 
No. You probably have to ask my mom. My mom is the one who will. My mom, okay, so I can tell her about a story. I can tell you about one of her stories. Um, she went on an ayahuascan trip where, like, nice. they fucking, you know, I don't know, go to Peru or something. I think she went in Mexico. Damn, though. your mom's about that life. I want to do that one day. She does. She was about that life. But I think they went to Mexico instead of Peru. And um, she went to, like, this camping ground or whatever to meditate with everybody um, or eat with everybody. And so she looked around and she was like, I hear kids, like, giggling. But there were no kids anywhere. So she went to the leader of the trip and she was like, are there kids around or something? I hear giggling. I like I can feel them running around in my mom. And that lady was like, no, but there used to be. And one of my great ancestors or whatever told me that there would be someone tonight who felt that energy. And you are the person that I guess felt that energy. So I, I don't have the details, but that's all I know. That's like amazing. really, she was like, oh, my God, I can feel it. So that's yeah. cool as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I don't know. There's, um, I love how I say, I don't know, after like (laughs) someone says a cool story. It's just like, I'm always referring back to the fact that there's so many mysteries, but like the, just the flow of energy is constantly around us. Yeah. I mean, something that has always been a point of interest is that matter cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah. We humans are matter. Something, whatever makes us, us has to be some form of energy. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah. So what happens to us when we die? It cannot be created, nor can it be destroyed. It yeah. is transferred. So it has yeah. to be transferred. transferred. And just the entire uh, thing of um, like alternate, like substances that alternate your perspective. I guess you could say weed, but like even the stronger stuff like um, like acid or shrooms or like stuff like DMT that really just, uh, as they say, like DMT opens your third eye and you just see things differently. Like when people are like on shrooms or on acid, you feel energies. Like, you feel people's energies. You can even feel it sometimes on, like, um, when you smoke weed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously to in a more um, accelerated level when you're on psychedelics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, it just makes you wonder. It's like, um, I mean, yeah. All but the that things that we feel or we can't see, it's just. Um, that makes sense, though, because it's like you can, you can feel things without necessarily having to see it physically you know yeah, like yeah. like yeah. when we were in this room at the beginning of this the vibe was a little weird yeah when we started right and that that just came from the energy that i guess i was putting out yeah but you were emitting negative energy you i were like, boom, i was just mm-hmm. and that's okay like sometimes you just gotta do that sometimes yeah you're just how would, in that mood. how would you guys describe like feeling a negative energy because to me it feels like either the air gets denser or like something gets like heavier like, to me. Or, like, I'm just, like, it's a bad vibration. You want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, so, my thing is, I don't normally see the energy. Like, I normally don't sense the energy of other people unless I myself am intoxicated in some way. Um, so, I'm very oblivious to people um, when I'm just sober and doing me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like some, Like, if you're my friend... And, like, obviously you're a smiling person and you're not smiling. It's like, okay, well, I'm not reading the energy. I'm reading your facial expression. And it's like, but if you're just a stranger and you are just, you know, emitting bad vibes, you'll have to catch that, catch on to that for me. Or you'll have to catch that onto, onto that for me. Or somebody will have to mention it for me to be like, oh, I didn't notice that. Or if I'm intoxicated, I become hyper aware hyper aware of other people's emotions because i myself am not a very i myself am not a very emotional person 
Um, so, but I become more so when I'm intoxicated. So when I'm intoxicated, I can feel other people's energy more. And it becomes one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, like, I understand this now. Like, I, I understand what you mean by it feels heavy. And yeah, I think that while intoxicated, if somebody's emitting bad vibes, to me, it's like there's like an invisible shroud around that person. And there's like a foot, like a circumference around them that once you step into. Then that's when you feel it? Yeah, like I get like the, it becomes harder to breathe a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, okay. So you're just not in a good mood. And it might just be me like, taking that energy and being like okay like that that's the energy that i'm absorbing right now it's mm-hmm. like you're super negative so okay like fuck this is hard yeah so do you mean like bad vibes from people or bad vibes from like overall okay um so oh, it can be different so i think in the room if there are more than like i don't know if there are more like it's a bad vibe overall it'll feel it in the air maybe and then for the specific person you can like point at someone or you can look at someone and be like they stand out in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's also happened to me too. Where I'm just like, that person looks like I need to watch out for them. Yeah. And okay. it's just like, I, I need to keep my eye on them. Makes sense. Okay. I guess for me, um, I don't know. I've had bad vibes from situations most of the time. Obviously, I feel like, I, I don't know. To me, I think it's kind of easy to see like when someone is just bad vibes overall. Yeah. But situations uh, could feel completely different. Like, for example, the day that we were going to watch uh, the movie, not King Kong vs. Godzilla, but fucking the Nicolas Cage movie. And Willy's we were in the Wonderland. car. And we, what? Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Willy's Wonderland. And we were in the car, and I'm like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. I just had a bad vibe. Like, okay. I, just the room felt dense. Not the room, the fucking car. But you know what I mean. Um, it just felt dense, and I needed yeah. to get out of there. Because, um, I don't know, I just felt like I needed to. Like, I couldn't breathe in there, whatever it was. Um, I just had a bad Vibe oh, but that's like situation. that's a bad vibe of the situation. I thought you were talking about bad vibes of people. No, 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 no. Uh, of situations. Yeah. But I've also had other situations where, um, where like you're just being alarmed by the yeah. universe that it's something bad is about to happen. Yeah, like situational I, vibes are like definitely the most like and, hey uh, in your yeah, face. Yeah, and those are yeah. just like um, like you will for sure get a signal from the universe to get the fuck out yeah. or to stop doing something or just something or you're like I've heard, I've heard bells. Mm-hmm. I've heard sirens in situations. I've heard, I've seen signs like literally that say like stop signs or caution mm-hmm. or just red. Like before stupid shit would happen to me. I remember this one time I was going out um, and I was leaving my, my, my apartment and it was, I should not have gone out. I went out because um, I was bored and yeah. I felt like at that point I was like, damn, I haven't done something in a long time and everyone's going out. And I just, so I went out to meet up a friend and then all of the signs that could be on about cautious, caution, red lights, Stop. stops, everything that could be red potentially telling me not to go was on and in front of my face. I got pulled over that night. Um... And I don't think that was the night my car got towed. I don't, it definitely okay. wasn't. But like just stupid shit like that. It's like definitely just, you should have followed the signs. Other times the sirens. And I don't know. It's just like definitely the universe lets you know yeah. when shit is about to either go down or just you need to move out of the situation. I'm, I'm like scared of losing my gut feeling or being uh, like losing that intuition of like, hey, yeah. bad vibes. Because like sometimes I'll feel it and I'll be like, no, it can't be. And then I'll be right and I'll be like, shit. Okay. So I went through with it anyways. I'm a dumbass. 
and then I'm just scared of like losing it ever again. I don't know. I don't intuition know. Intuition is strong. I I think I think human intuition will always be strong. Okay. I think maybe the only way you'll lose it is if you are intoxicated in some way, but mm-hmm. um yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I I really don't think because there there are moments where you're just in a place and you're like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like you're standing there, everything suddenly gets like, for me at least when I'm in a bad situation where like I'm I don't want to be there, things get close. Mm-hmm. So you will appear like a fucking monster to me like not not like in a scary way but like in a how close you are visually my like that perception will be off and it'll be like rafa you're literally breathing on me please get away from that distance yeah so for me it's like things get big and i'm like i need to remove myself because Mm -hmm. i feel janky Mm -hmm. and if i don't get out of here something's gonna happen now normally i don't get situations where it's like I don't, I don't read the room too well um, or have moments where I just kind of, for like, cues bypass me. Like, they'll just fly over my head. But, like, I read clues, I guess, is the best way that I could say it. So it's like a context clue type of ordeal where, like, I won't notice if somebody's heavy-handed, like, like having a, a bad day, unless they're in that corner and everybody else is over here and that person is talking to themselves or like just quiet like it has to be like evident right or like maybe these two people off to my right keep talking whispering laughing and then glancing over at the person to my left it's like okay i'll read the cue there they're making fun of that person or they're shit talking that person or maybe they just don't like that person or maybe they do like that person depends like are, are they girls? Is that a guy? Uh, are they giggling? Like, it's that kind of thing. So I go down, like, this mental checklist. But, like, when it's, like, hey, danger, like, I don't read danger. I, I'm i just stupid. The only way I'll read danger is, like, when something just happens in front of me. Yeah. So I'll have days where I'm, like, man, I feel off. Today's going to be a horrible day. And then I have a great day. And then I have days where I'm like, okay, today's going to be a fine day or today's going to be beautiful. It's perfect. Great. And it's a shitty day. For example, the day that I crashed my dad's car into a stationary target. Um, <laughs> the first time or the second time? The second time. Okay. I so was on your birthday? On my birthday. So I wake up on my birthday. I'm like, uh, whatever. Today's going to be okay. I get in the car, do what I got to do. I, it's still the morning, and then my dad's like, hey, you got to come drop off the keys because you forgot to leave your keys with me because he was fixing my car, so he lent me a car. I go all the way over there, and I got a phone call from I don't remember who, and they were like, oh, whatever, whatever. I'll meet up with you, and we can all hang out, whatever. And I was like, chilling. Today's going to be a great day. And then I look down to hang up the phone, look up, boom, hit that shit. There was nothing. And that's that's not just with anything it's like everywhere like that happens to me like like i'm clumsy so i'll drop something and then i'll shatter everything and my day will have been going perfectly up until that moment i don't have the cues where it's like hey something something's up or like i don't have the cue the gut feeling about like a person unless i see that person acting like suspiciously but i don't think you crashing into something you're not getting a warning yeah you're not gonna that's just literally an accident yes but i feel like I have not had a, I'm driving to go meet so up with my friend and then there's stop signs or there's red lights. I don't think you're looking for it. 
outlook. And that's and it's thing. obviously not like, oh yeah, I have to stop here. Oh no, my day is gonna be bad. I, I know, but it's the just, thing it's is like, like feeling. Maybe, yeah. maybe you'll like. I don't know the it's feeling. It's all together. The feelings I get are just impatience. It's like, oh okay, I'm at a red light. Go fuck myself, right? The next one's right. Oh, go fuck myself, right? I think you just have to switch your view of the world and you how think you so? live by your everyday. If you if you if you look for the patterns and if you look for, yeah, I think I think the thing is you have to take a moment to acknowledge where you are and how you are and like what you're doing at least once a day. And if you do that, you're gonna be more aware of your surroundings, more aware of people, mm-hmm. more aware of like wherever the universe, like whatever the universe is trying to tell you. Okay, that's you, you gotta like tune in you know like people say meditate meditate could be like a lot like it could be a lot of different things for yeah. a lot of people but i think if you tune in to yourself for a second at least once a day whether it be like breathing in and touching your toes or just becoming you instead of becoming the or instead of just being in the vessel that is your body and the carlos who has to do this and this and this throughout the day i think acknowledging your presence what you're going to do today and what you want to do today that's how you really have to look at the world okay that's interesting. You know, that's that's at least that's what's helped me like acknowledge those patterns and like tune into the moment and like really take a second to like acknowledge your surroundings yeah, at least like, once a day because then it's just like you feel mundane and one of the strongest things we've talked about it before like this episode has been a lot of energy talk but energy can fool it, you can either like I remember that day you're like I crashed my car I'm not gonna do anything for the entire day i don't want to do anything yeah i remember but if you don't want to do anything and you don't do anything then you keep the negative energy flowing straight yeah so if you turn around and bounce back like energy the momentum of energy is one of the strongest things in the universe so you gotta keep that shit fucking forward positive because momentum is it's crazy like it's like when when people say it rains it pours it literally it rains it pours so if 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 you it's like I said, it's the situation. It's not the situation. It's how you handle it. So if you, you know, handle it in a good way, only positive energy from yeah, there. Yeah, different right. perspective. And like, like Rafa said, momentum. So if you change it up in that situation, like only moving forward, then you're going to get some positive energy back. Whatever you put in is what you get out. Um, and there's also Literally. like a lot of different. Th- oh, bless you. Um, I think is, there's a lot of different sayings where it's like, would you there's she this said one, bless you to a cat yeah <laughs> there's this one where it's like oh you have a million dollars in your bank account or whatever but someone steals five cents from you are you gonna let those five cents ruin your whole day and it's like oh well guess what the million dollars was the amount of time you have in the day and the five cents was this five seconds that you like crashed your car are you gonna let that ruin your whole day uh, blah, blah, blah. imagine if you were to have done anything for yeah. your birthday I probably would have just been a salty bitch until the, like, yeah. the following week mm-hmm. when we would have hung out and done the thing on Saturday. Is that the day you went to the beach with him or no? No, we went to the beach the day before. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. like, he was literally so depressed and I was like, you have to hang out with Rafa. <laughs> you have to. He's like, like the day of the beach? No, the day of the oh, car crash. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to do anything. Dude, and he I was, And I was like, I need you to hang out with Rafa car. so he can make you feel better. Cause I crashed no a way. whole car. I know. That yeah, but like I like I repeated a lot of times. That I day, I'm know, like, but like at the same time, oh my god, it sucks I dick. Hundred percent sucks dick. But it, hey, I was whatever. So yeah. mad, dude. It was just. There's angry. always the like, oh, it could have been worse. It could have been better. Like part. Yeah, scenarios. I know. And I it's know. always like it could have been worse. I I, I like the way everything ended up turning out because yeah. whatever, yeah. like whatever. It was just an experience I had to. 
get through. Get all right. through. We're getting into normal talk now. <laughs> but, all yeah. right. So I think that's a good place to end the podcast. We're probably like around like 120 right now or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah, this podcast is weird. We started off with uh, My Little Pony Kinks and ended up talking about uh, God and religion. Yeah. Strange yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. How, how do I describe this podcast? All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, you guys want to say anything else? Uh, thank you guys for watching. Tune into Bad Service every week. Uh, thank you. Follow me on Instagram at Carlos e. Salas. Always read energies. Be aware, please. It'll save your life. Yeah. There you go. That yeah. intuition, your gut feeling is never wrong. Uh, follow me on Instagram as well, Rafa, at Rafa2W, uh, and wherever else you want to find me. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.